Hey everybody, it is Richard Harris without my partner on purpose for a very special edition of the Surf and Sales podcast brought to you by Salesforce Sales Cloud, Lead411, Gong.io, and Vidyard. Thank you to our sponsors. This is the second annual special birthday tribute to Scott Lease. Last year I did it in 2020, uh, interviewed his parents, and this time I, I reached out to his Thursday night sales crew and decide to get a few people to join in and, and just share some thoughts with Scott. So Scott, um, with all our love, with all our uh, care and everything for you and Janet and the boys, we love you very, very, very much. And we certainly <laughs> hope you have a, a great birthday and a, and a good year. Um, I'm gonna introduce people real quick, just so we can get through things. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna start throwing out questions and seeing what people think. Um, we have Amy Volas. So Amy, who is the co-founder of Thursday Night Sales joining us. We have Kelsey Calabro. Thank you so much for joining. We have Kyle Lacey, who is here with his five-year-old, um, who there was a great bunch of behind the scenes stuff we wish we'd recorded so far. Uh, we have Mike Hook. Robert McClaws and Alexine Mudawar, and we might have one or two more people joining in. So everybody, thanks for making some time because I know it took us a while to get this done. Um, so, so, you know, thank you. Well, let's, let's just go ahead and get started. And, and, you know, you guys all know me well enough to know that just interrupt, jump in, tell me I'm being boring, call me out, whatever it is. But I'm curious to know, you know, how'd you hear about Scott? How did you, you know, did you just sort of run across him on LinkedIn? Like, how did you, how did you discover him? And, and then how did you know there was something really unique? Cause I know you've all become very close friends with him. Like, where was that moment for you? you know, as we get to be adults, it's harder to bring in a new friend sometimes. And so where was that for any of you? I'll, I'll, anybody can jump in. So I was reading Dogman, a tale of two kitties and it reminded me of Scott. No, I'm kidding. Sorry, we, I'm taking care of a child. So I came across Scott because Amy Bolas was also on this call and um, through Thursday Night Sales. And Thursday Night Sales was kind of my uh, antidote to the pandemic. And I got to know Scott really well through, from uh, probably August on. Amy and I had known each other previously, but um, we spent quite a bit of time talking and you know, the company that I work for less only sponsored Thursday Night Sales. What do you think of Scott Lee's? Yeah, me too. But it's but that's that's uh, that's how I initially came across Daddy. him, and then of course Daddy. you know the relationship Daddy. developed from there. Daddy, 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 Daddy. <laughs> this is perfect. Do you want to read Dogman? <laughs> awesome. All right. Who else wants to jump in on this one? Mine was kind of the same situation. I've known Amy. It's like the Amy show. Um, I've known Amy for four years now. And she has a very good eye for people. So usually if she trusts someone and brings them into her circle, I will trust them and bring them into my circle. So there, um, I don't know, just, just seeing Scott on TNS, I initially just felt like I gravitated between sort of both of their responses on a lot of the Thursday night sales sessions. So like, sometimes I felt like I was on the Amy side and then sometimes Scott would say something just so off the wall and I'd be like, yeah, that. Um, so I felt like it just made sense. Um, but, but Thursday night sales was really what brought us together. And I think I feel very similarly that last year could have been a really dark year and it was in some ways, but Thursday night sales was like this really beautiful place where we all came together. And that's where I found Scott. Cool. So I feel like I have so to mine. Oh, Michael. Oh, go ahead, Amy. No, 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 go. No, you, no, you go. All right. Okay. Okay. I will. So Mine was, I actually don't remember how I found Scott on LinkedIn because it's, I have no idea. I can't remember. But what I do remember is my first interaction with him on LinkedIn. And I was posting about, I think it was about hiring or something along those lines. And I shot Scott a message and I was like, Hey, Scott, I had seen you talking about this. I remember you, you know, writing about it in the past. I tag you in on this. I'd love to get your two sets. And he responds back to me. Yeah, you can tag me in and I'm going to respond, but I'm not going to write any bullshit. I'm going to say what I think. <laughs> and, um, not surprising. That's his response. But that was for me. I don't remember how I stumbled across Scott, but I remember that because that was okay. This guy's the real deal. Like he's out here 
saying what he knows, what he's experienced, what he believes. And shortly after that, sure enough, he followed through on it. I think he was actually, it was early in the morning. I was at the DMV in Dallas because uh, I had just moved here. So it was January, 2020. And uh, sure enough, he's like dropping the kids off. He's responded back. And it was needless to say a lasting impression uh, of Scott just being genuinely him and making it somehow all work no matter how much he's doing. That's awesome. That's, that's, I think we all have that first moment like that. Um, I certainly, I know I certainly did. What about, I know Amy, you were going to jump in a little bit. Um, I, I feel like I have to jump in because I didn't know that I was the common denominator for some of these folks, which makes me really happy. But um, I looked it up. Scott and I first connected on LinkedIn, August 25th of 2016. And it was very formal. And I don't really even recognize who those two people were that were communicating at that point. I didn't know what to think about Scott. Um, Scott reminds me a lot of me in the male form. And I wasn't sure what to do with that. Like, was he just this outspoken person that didn't have a lot of substance behind the scenes just to have a voice? Or was this a person that like really not only had something to say, but also had the, the, whatever the the meat on the bone to back it up the Kavorka. he reached out to me about surfing sales about getting yeah about getting involved um in surfing sales in some way shape or form and this was a couple years ago and we had a good conversation but again like it was very just like we got in we talked about what we need to talk about there wasn't like this major connection yet and then you, my friend, Richard and Scott came down my street to do the surf and sales podcast. And we rescheduled that thing a lot. Like it was like, and I do believe in serendipity. And I, I do believe that that happened for a reason. And on the um, podcast, Richard, you weren't able to join us. And it was just right. Scott and I. Scott felt so bad. He was like, I can't, we cannot reschedule. And I was like, go for it. Like it was all, and it was on me this time. So yeah. And what was crazy is like, Scott and I knew each other, right? We've traded lots of in-mails. We had talked, but like we weren't where we are now. And what was really interesting to make a long story long is we did the podcast and there were a couple of things that happened on that podcast that like really got Scott and I kind of connected and at the same time, the pandemic was breaking out and I did not create Thursday night sales. That was between Scott and Justin. And, um, Justin was not able to, to do it. They had done the first one. It went really well. And Justin had other commitments and Scott on a whim came my way and was like, Hey, I really liked how we vibed on the podcast just going on a limb, would you want to co-host this? I had no idea what I was in store for. And I always look for the tells in people. And Scott and I, and Scott, I love you. And I say this with peace and love, my dear friend and my chosen brother. You and I are both idiots when it comes to technology. And here we are left to our own devices on a Zoom and we get Zoom bombed in like the most horrific and horrible ways with like a lot of people with us. And it was horribly embarrassing. It was horribly inappropriate. And Scott are like, what? Like we, it was like the wheels fell off in point two and we found our way back and we started it up again and we figured out how to do some sort of security and we didn't get zoom bombed again that night. But I look for the merits of a person and I look for the tells. I don't care about what somebody tells me. I care about what they show me. And Scott, what you showed me, my dear friend, cause you're going to be watching this. And I love making you uncomfortable with my sap is that was the moment that I knew I needed to get to know you in a much different way because you protected me. You swooped in to protect me too. A lot of the Zoom bombing was really inappropriate stuff towards me. And he just was someone that not only talked about helping, but swooped in to actually do it in earnest. And from that point forward, um, you have become my dear friend, not just my co-host and co-founder of Thursday Night Sales, but you are my chosen brother. You are a colleague. You are a friend. And thank God that you took that, that chance on inviting me 
to just see what would happen and look at where we are now. And um, no offense, Richard, because I love you too. I do feel like it was serendipitous that that podcast happened with just Scott and I, because that's where it started. I, I was going to say, that's the most important thing I got out of this is that really I'm the impetus <laughs> for Thursday night sales that I, you know, my fuck up is what's led to all this. And so you guys each owe me 10 fucking percent. So, <laughs> by the way, I know Scott's sitting here listening, go, yep, that's right. There's standard Richard jumping in, trying to take credit. That was, that's, that's a really fun story. And I think I knew parts of it, but I didn't heard sort of all of it in that context. And it's, it's really, really beautiful. Who, who else? Kendra, Kendra Warlow has joined us. Um, so we are so glad that you could jump in with us. Uh, the question that's sort of going around, everybody's just sort of answering at the moment is, you know, how'd you first hear about Scott? What, what made you want to get to know him? Um, you know, because everybody here is, has built a relationship. So I don't know if, if Kelsey or Robert wants to jump in or Kendra, you guys, you know, it's a free for all. Mine is not much different than everybody else's, which I'm ready to take off this hat. This is just the ode to Scott, as we all know him, Pray for Surf. Yes, um, Kelsey made her own Pray for Surf hat for people who are listening and not yeah, watching. Don't know him. This is a sign you need to start somewhere. Um, no, my story is not much different, which Richard, I've told you and Scott this before when we've spoken, but my, so last year during COVID, I was ready to move out of Arizona. And this is when I found out about TNS from my career counselor at the time, Kelly Venable. And she had told me, she's like, you need to get involved in micro communities and just start networking, getting to know people. And I feel like you'd be a really great fit with Amy and Scott in there. So that is how it started. I spent, took one night and I was like, okay, we'll have some wine. We'll just get on the zoom call, get to know people. And I had known about them both, but I was very unprepared for just the relationships that I would form, even just with Scott, with Amy, with everybody on the screen. So, but as far as Scott and I personally goes, it was, which Amy might remember, I was going through this interview process and just getting the runaround for two months, doing all, going through all the hoops, all these commitments, not getting anywhere. And then Scott and Amy were like, girl, you got to cut the cord. We'll help you just need to find something different. So I talked to Scott and Amy after that. And that's kind of what got me going um, into my career. And then after that, I really hit it off with Scott. We're very similar. And so I sent him a video message and I was like, Hey, I want to work with you. I feel like there's some opportunity here. Uh, we could be a good fit together. And we kind of just started on from there. And then that's how I got to know you too. So, you know, it's just like that gut instinct when you meet people that there's more to it than just what you're experiencing on a Zoom call with them. Same with everybody here, but with Scott, uh, especially he has that, that gravitas with everybody. And he has that energy where he wants to help and you can feel that, so. That's what what birthed it all, and now I'm wearing this ridiculous hat. And if you if you if you ever get a chance to go back and watch the show I did last year with his parents and his brother, you know, his mom said even at an early age he people gravitates to him just in a huge way. That the kids were always coming over to their house for whatever reason, and if you know Scott, Scott always sort of shrugs his shoulders and kind of goes I don't know, and he throws his hand up in the air, and you know. <laughs> Right. So I can, I can mock him all day long, um, but it, it's true. And, and, you know, I experienced the same thing 10 or 11 years ago. He needed, I, I had just bought a house. I had just had uh, a baby. Um, and three months later I got let go because it was the 2008, 2009 situation. And so within 90 days of having a baby and buying a house, I had no job. And so I had to like scramble. And my biggest fear, I was, you know, I was 40 at the time. Um, my biggest fear was that, oh my God, I'm about to be 40 and I'm going to be old. How am I going to break into the tech scene? So called an old rep of our, of mine, asked him, he said, go talk to this guy, Scott. You know, I think he's got something going on in the East Bay. Scott hired me. I, I took a salary cut from, from 180 grand down to like 60, like just overnight, but I didn't want to have a hole in my resume. And the startup and the startup was so bizarre. We didn't even have health insurance. Like it was ridiculous. Like, so I took like two steps back, you know, but I just, I didn't want to have a gap in my resume. I was too afraid of that, which Amy, we could probably go on forever, you know? Um, but, uh, and so, you know, to me, I've, you know, 
eternally grateful. And then through everything I did with him, that got me back into tech in a different way. And then he became a friend and then, you know, we became uh, co-creators of things and counsel to each other on family and life and work and stuff. So it's, it's all very similar how that just sort of happens. Um, anybody else want to jump in on this or we can, I got a couple other fun questions we could ask too. Yeah, I can. Kendra, you go first. I saw your hand up. Okay. Hey, everybody. I'm sorry I'm late, but I'm so glad I could make it. Um, so I found TNS because a former CEO of mine knew of Amy and said, like, hey, I know COVID's hitting you real hard just being stuck at home by yourself all day long. And they got this pretty cool community and I think that you should you should link up with Amy and so I um sent a connection request and then ended up on TNS and asked a first question um that I will never forget because I was so excited that there were so many people and I had been so people deprived um and then after that, I had reached out to Scott and Amy and set up like individual times to speak with both of them. But Scott's calendar was booked out to like July, like the end of July. So what was funny about that is that I kept coming to TNS. And so we started to know each other more and more through TNS. So by the time our like big one-on-one -on -one rolled around, I'll never forget people asking me like, what did you guys talk about? Was it so intense? Like, it must've just been crazy. And I was like, I don't know. We talked about like our grandparents and like how life sucks sometimes and, and how we both handle things. And it was great. <laughs> and so like, I just remember people being like, what is, what information did he tell you about sales? Was it just like the golden egg for all this crazy sales? Stuff. And I was like, no, we just kind of talked about whatever. <laughs> and so then from that point on, like the surfing and the ocean stuff is obviously really big with me. So I um, started calling him Wave Rider. And so happy birthday when you get to watch this, Wave Rider. And um, it just kind of went from there as we riffed about time in Ireland and the ocean and, and all that good stuff. So that's, that was the beginning. That's awesome. You remember the first question you asked on the first on your Thursday night sales? When you are a brand new tech startup and you have no idea what you're doing, what are the first three things I need to know to make a successful sales organization? And yeah. everybody's faces were like, we can do this. We know how to help you. And I was like, oh my God, yay, I'm not alone. <laughs> it's awesome. This is this is almost this is equally a tribute to, to Amy and Thursday night sales. Is, and Justin, who's not here at the moment, as it is for Scott. So, Robert, I know you were going to jump in on something too. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm not a salesperson by trade. I'm a tech guy, and so um, I I don't remember exactly how I found out about it, but I think I saw it either on my Twitter feed or Amy had mentioned something about it. Um, she came in hot under my LinkedIn feed. I think a few weeks before and uh, messaged me and we had a chat and was like, come to this Thursday night sales thing. And so I think it was like show seven or eight or something like that. And uh, it was still pretty early in and I was hooked uh, besides the pandemic, um, uh, you know, nice to be around people. It was interesting to see how many good people were in the room and, and the great questions. And as a founder, being able to hear the real shit that goes on within organizations and like the kinds of questions that people that are powering startups were asking right sales sales people are the power for these organizations if you can't sell the organization's not going to exist a lot of founders don't make that transition and don't understand what that means and so it really just gravitated uh, i gravitated towards that and just started soaking it up like a sponge. And then I was fortunate enough within that process that um, Justin uh, was uh, making some moves and decided to transition away from it. And, and Amy and Scott, as they often do, were like, hey, we're clueless about tech. We don't know how we're going to take this next step, but uh, we're going to do it anyways. And I was like, I'll help. And that was it. And uh, so what's, what's been amazing to watch and to learn from is 
um, Scott has such a raw energy about how he tackles things and is very, um, very driven. Um, but there's a level of empathy behind that that is rare that you don't often see in sales leaders at all and especially people of his caliber where he's really really focused on um on his team and his people and on cutting through the bullshit and getting straight to the point and in getting everybody aligned on that and um i think one of the most memorable moments was around some of the um uh, some of the racial tension stuff that was going on uh, in the middle of last year and some of the moments that we had inside TNS around those types of things and um, the level of empathy that he demonstrates um, is uh, inspiring to me. It's something that I've, I've grown to really appreciate and uh, work hard to try to live up to and how I think about things and how I think about hiring and, and for and running my own sales team. So. Beautiful. Beautiful. Like I'm looking for tissues in my office at the moment. <laughs> uh, it's really, it's really, it's really sweet. Like these, I, I know all these things. I think a lot of people know, but I don't know if they know how to articulate them, which is why we're doing this um, out of appreciation for them. So I'm going to change it around a little bit. Um, you're going to have just a moment and uh, one word to describe Scott. One word. I'll call you out so you can pull yourself off mute, but you got a couple of seconds to think it through. What is one word you would use to describe Scott Lees? Um, and you can't say Richard Harris. Like, that's just not fair. So, um, Amy, you're already off mute. I'm going to give you the mic first. Can it be four words? Okay. What do you mean? So Italian, so intense. Okay. All right. <laughs> He'll know what that means. <laughs> can you can you can you let the others in not in the cool club know? He has a t-shirt. So I'm Sicilian, Scott Sicilian. And um he has this t-shirt that says so Italian, so intense. And I'm like, I want that shirt. Right. All kidding aside, Scott has depth and layers and complexity. And um, I underestimated that until I knew him. And that was one of the most wonderful surprises and just a beautiful thing. So those are lots of words. Sorry. That's all right. And it fails. I can't just use one word. Let's be real. Kelsey, how about you? <laughs> um, I'm going to be really honest. And the first one that came to my mind was, can I condense pain in the ass into one word? Right. <laughs> It's no, aside from that, aside from that, uh, the second word that came to mind was generous. Yeah. Very, very generous. Well, why pain in the ass? Why is he a pain in your ass? Oh my God, have you tried to deal with him? Technology, the technical difficulties band that consists of this I... crew. Um, when he doesn't know how to send out his newsletters, when he texts me needing help with absolutely anything spelling related, don't even get me started. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Alexine, how about you? What, what, what's your one word for Scott? All right. I have one that sounds inappropriate, but, but it's not, um, it would be a hashtag word. It would be hashtag Bay B A E. And it's because not for the reasons you'd think though. Um, so I would always like joke with Scott. I'm like big Scott energy. Cause every time he would like, tell me how to do something, I would just like come in to my meetings with big Scott energy, but we turn it into big Alexine energy. And then he like hashtagged it on LinkedIn and we were going to like try to make it a trend. And it just, it just didn't, uh, but, but, but that's they. Mike, how about you, bud? Oh, uh, that's so good. That story just reminded me of when keeping it real goes wrong, the old Chappelle show skit. Um, for those who haven't seen it, you should. My my word for Scott is he's an activator. Okay, what does that mean for you? I think I think whether it's just getting something done right the real hard term of it that he always likes to say that delta from idea to action right he's really good at that but the other thing he does so well that i think people have highlighted here uh, in this group and in other circles is 
he activates you. Yeah. You know, he makes you want to do more. He makes you want to be better. And part of that's through, you know, how he treats people. So that empathetic factor you were talking about earlier, that, that gravitas that was brought up earlier. But it's also through what he does and how he always lives what he speaks. So, you know, I think there's always just the, the easy stuff, right? Everyone can see all the things Scott does, but it's also about what he does for, for you, for me, for everybody. Yeah, that's cool. Robert, how about you, sir? I, I think I'd have, to, I'd have to go for the funny joke first to go for OnlyFans. Okay. All right. And then anybody that's been on TNS knows some backstory there. Uh, but, uh, but in all seriousness, I think, uh, passionate is probably, uh, what I would go for. Um, the, just the, the way he tackles, uh, family, the way he tackles, uh, sales and his, and his work and, um, the amount of, again, as Amy said, depth that he brings to the projects that he works on, uh, is again, something I'm looking, I'm constantly looking to emulate. Cool. What's well, so a go ahead and give the backstory though on the funny part. Not, not everybody, you know, sadly, no. not every salesperson knows Thursday night sales yet. DNS rules. We, we cannot do that. What happens at oh, Thursday night, right. night sales? So, how about you hop, skip, jump, and join us, and you'll know what that means. All right. All right. Your pressure. So, He's here. Yes, bro. Yes. Christine, we're gonna we're gonna let Kendra go, but Christine, I'm asking everybody, what's the one word they use to def they would define Scott by? Um, but uh, Kendra, go ahead. Salty. I call salty. him salty all the time. Salty. Yeah. But, <laughs> the, the, the get off my lawns, the what do you think about that? I always call him salty. I'll be like, oh, you're so salty, Wave Rider. <laughs> that is good. That's a good one. Christine, how about you? You know, I would say, because he's so he's kind of schmoopy like he he has like such a big heart that like, he, is that a bad one but like so but that's exactly like I, how I think about him is he's so like put together but then he's just like just got the softest little tender heart and I don't know that's my word schmoopy there you go there you go. So now here's the deal. You guys can't all go on to Thursday night sales and start dropping these lines you've put together that are dropping in the chat because you're going to be like, where's all this coming from? So, you know, don't want to give them any hints. Um, Richard. So, what is, what's the, uh, does anybody have a, a favorite Scott? Is, by the way, you guys can take me off these questions and say, Richard, I want to tell this story. Like, I don't care. Like, this is, this is really for you guys to connect with him and, and for others to, to learn um, just more. But, uh, best advice he's ever given you. And maybe it could be, and it could be, you know, the best advice you've seen him give somebody, which, you know, depending on sort of where you are in life, but I'll, I'll sort of just open the door. Who wants to go with it? I don't have do like work. Oh yeah. Do the work is a good one. <laughs> do the work. <laughs> I think, yeah, that is a good one. I'm going to say that all the time. One that just two that come to mind first when I think about him are um oh my gosh i just lost it be confident be free that's a good one and then he always says shut the fuck up and focus on you that's good advice i like that one thomas welcome to the show uh we appreciate you, you joining us um right now we've just been going around telling some fun stories and and sharing some things and uh, nice. i'll come back to you in a second on the first question then you can come in on this one the first question though was um you know, what's one word you use to describe Scott Lease? But hang tight while you think about it. Um, and, uh, you know, what's the best advice, you know, Amy, that he's ever given you, right? You, you guys are connected in a different way, um, having done business together in a deep way. We, um, I think by it's, it's really hard to pinpoint because Scott and I usually are talking behind the scenes to collaborate on stuff, like to figure stuff out or to deal with something. And what I love about Scott is we think about things in different ways. 
And it's not necessarily advice that he gives me, but it's watching how he deals with the same problem that I'm dealing with of something that we're trying to deal with together. So um, it's, it's hard to encapsulate that without talking about things that aren't meant for public. <laughs> so um, I, I will say this, Scott has taught me to not, not taught me because I knew it, Scott has reminded me that you shouldn't always jump to judge a book by its cover and to, to really think through some things um, before reacting, because sometimes I can react and sometimes he can react. And sometimes we have to remind each other of that lesson that he reminded me of. And I'm really, really grateful that we have each other to do that real talk behind the scenes. And I won't give an example because we have a trust tree that we like to talk yep. about and I will never break that. Um, but I really value that in him, truly. That's because awesome. we deal with people at scale and people that say things and do things and act certain ways. And it can be really hard to deal with that together when you're trying to lead a community while still being open and vulnerable with people. Um, and I, I, I couldn't do it without him. And, he reminds me of that all the time, truly. Cool. Anybody else want to jump in? We're going to give Thomas a chance to chat about a couple of things. Um, I have a non-sentimental one. Okay. Um, just get paid. I probably have like 50 texts that say just get paid. And I will say it was so funny. So I had to negotiate um, some money for something mysterious that we'll one day share behind the scenes um, recently. And the person threw out a number and I just immediately responded. I was like, nope, this is my, I was like, this is actually the minimum. So that number doesn't work. And it was like double the amount. And the person was like, okay, then. Uh, but I felt Scott, like leave my body and just come out and be like, no, it'll be double that. And it just, you know, it just went straight through. So just get paid. It's my reminder to stop worrying about just stop worrying, just get paid for the work that I'm doing. Just get paid for some of the stuff I'm doing on the side and just run, run with it. Cool. So Thomas, coming, coming over to you, what, what's one word you'd use to describe Scott Lease? Is this family friendly or? Whatever you want it to be. <laughs> I can think of a few, they all start with F. Fuck, fierce, fight, Frank. Like he's just, and friend. You know, I mean, Scott is like, he's just, he's very genuine and, and he's always, he's told to me straight no matter what. So, uh, you know, anything with, with Scott is direct. So I think one word is a good thing, although I just probably gave you about 60 to describe it. So that's all right. Typical. That's right. What's, do you, is, is there a best piece of advice that you, he's given to you or you've seen him give to someone? Obviously there's certain things that we're not talking about because that's the code of TNS. But are, is there something that he gave you that you're like, man, that was just awesome. Or you saw him give advice, even if it was someone else, you were like, yeah, that's me too. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I feel like every week on TNS and like pretty much every day in the, some of the uh, the group chats that we have, I see him give advice that always fits. But I think with me, I remember one of the first times I spoke to Scott, um, it was it was on TNS actually was um, I asked a question and and <laughs> basically his first piece of advice to me was it was I'll sum it up it was suck it up the next next time I spoke to him about something asked for advice he was like take it on the chin and I'm like Jesus dude like <laughs> like you're you're the you're the big brother I never knew I needed or wanted and I'm still not sure but uh, it you know he I think for me it just like puts things in perspective though because usually. You know, I think like a lot of us, I, I tend to overthink things a lot. And he always just kind of cuts to it. And he's like, he's like, cut all the bullshit and the noise out. And like, just look, that's something you got to suck up. That's something you got to deal with. And then this is something you got to act on and move. So he's, it, it's not a specific piece, I'd say, but it's just always a, the manner of delivery. And, you know, also just where it comes from, though, because it always is like it's from a, a, a place of genuinity, you know, where he actually cares and. You know, you feel that through it. So it, it holds more weight for me. That's awesome. Really, really cool. So any, anybody else before we go into the next one? Any other story? Just throw out some random story. Anybody, anything you're like, you know what? I think people should know this about Scott. 
that you're allowed to say that doesn't break or violate any rules? One thing that I think is super <laughs> sweet is he's so generous. Like he's really, really generous. And um, he called me one day and said, hey, I have a bunch of books, uh, a couple of boxes of books um, of my first book. And I know you have grads and people coming through Aspireship. Like, I'll just send them to you. Like if you could um, do anything with them. And I just thought like, who sends uh, like a hundred books, you know, where he's just like, if these could be helpful for anybody, I'm like, this is gold. Yes, this is helpful. And what a beautiful gift. And um, he sent them before I even like, I was like, here, wait, hold on. Like, and he's like, I just sent them like, I, you know, I just don't just been when we at some time for some of the shipping. I mean, just so generous where um, that was so unexpected, so beautiful. And like, he's never mentioned it, like never mentioned it at all. And it's just, you know, we've been just sending those out and it's been really a fun gift. Like, you know, these are from Scott and an Aspireship and we just appreciate you. And I hope that, you know, this is just a little token of our appreciation. It's been really a, a sweet thing that he did and would never even talk about it. So I just think he's a thoughtful person. Never that thoughtful with me. Like he gives it all the way to everybody else. Never gives Richard any love. So um, Scott, you're not here for me to roast you. So now it's just, you know, it's just, it's up to me. Um, favorite Scottism. I know there's a couple of them out there that he likes to drop from time to time. Um, get off my lawn. Get off my lawn, all right. I think that's hilarious. And like, I use it and I shared it with my family and my dad said it the other day and it was brilliant. Mom and dad were in the backyard. I just went to visit them and they were talking about something and they were talking about like camping and getting in an argument about camping or something. And mom said something and dad goes, get off my lawn, Jerry. And I was crying, crying. <laughs> Anybody else? I think, I think mine without a doubt is the excuse factory is closed. Yeah. It, uh, it certainly resonates the most. And anytime I say it or I think it, I hear it in his voice, which is weird. But that's like, that's where we're at now. That is so much Scott's phrase that it is, it cannot be disassociated with him even when he's not around. Yeah. Agreed. I would say, yeah. The hand gesture. If you're in a meeting with him and he's just like flabbergasted or frustrated, it's the it's the hand up. It's like, what are you talking about? What's yeah, you know it. It's very much the are you fucking serious right now? Like what but are you do you do you know where that comes from though? That's this, the this, uh, that's the curbs. Is very right? Am I right? I think I'm this right. Is, this is what he used to do when he was allowed to be in groups and he would manage our team. And I've seen him do it with his kids. And I you know, like everybody else, I've adopted it. It's the snap. If you've never seen him like be in front of people and snap and point at you, that's what he does. And since he can't do that in person, that's got to be what he's doing on video. So um, yeah, I have to make that a meme or something. It's very much it's yeah, the yeah. first thing I think. Anybody else? Favorite Scottism? Yeah, my favorite. Yeah, similar to you, Kelsey. It's not like a well, obviously, like clock paper is the first thing that comes to mind, um, along with all the others that were said. But my favorite is when someone is asking a question on TNS, and I can tell that Scott is getting like agitated or like ready to fire off an answer. He gets all like twitchy and kind of like sits up and like gets ready. And I think he gets like a little bit red too, but it's the funniest thing. And every single time he does it, I just like, sit back in my chair and I'm like, it's good. It's about to happen. It's, it's going to start. So that is my absolute favorite is watching him get all puffy. And <laughs> That's fair. That's barely fair. How about anybody else? Well, mine is not. Okay. So I have two. One of the, my favorites is so Italian, so intense. Like I love that one. Um, he Can you say it again? Me. What was it, Christine? So Italian, so intense. Right. We talked, yeah. I love that one, but also, so one of the first times when we had sponsored, <laughs> um, I thought Corey had paid, he thought I had paid, like we were, we were just out of, <laughs> he knows what's coming. All I get from him is an email of dog, the bounty hunter, just fucking 
just sends me a photo and I'm like, why am I getting this email? He's like, I'm coming for you. And I'm like, I don't know what's happening right now. I was like, Corey, did you pay that? What happened? And, he, and he's like, I thought you paid it. I'm like, ah, Scott, it's bounty hunting me on this. I was like panicking. Amy's dying because she knows it. And I was like, why? And then you, I was like, I am so sorry. I didn't know. And he's just like, no, we're cool. Like, but I, but just like, just that's all that came over. I'm like, so yeah, we're teasing. You would have to be that for Halloween, and Amy had to be the wife. You gotta, you gotta be pretty tight with someone there to send the dog to bounty hunter, you know, like around money. Like, you better, you better know them well. So, I'm pretty awesome. sure if something ever happens to any of Scott's business ventures, he would make a hell of a credit and collection man. Seriously, <laughs> I, I don't get involved with it. Like, he literally will go dog. I don't have to worry. Like there, we don't have credit and collections problems here because he will go dog and I'm, I'm here for that. And maybe, um, we will dress up as dog, the Benny hunter and Christine, you'll be part of the family. So there's that <laughs> baby Lisa, you will be baby Lisa. That's awesome. Um, so we're, we're going to come around to, to the last thing in a second, uh, which is, you know, what's, what's our, what's our parting comment, our birthday wish for Scott. Um, but before we do that, I, I do need to give the, the quick shout out to uh, the surf and sales sponsors of Gong.io, Lead411, Vidyard, and Salesforce Sales Cloud. So um, thanks to, to those folks for supporting us. Thank you to this crew for showing up and just having a fun conversation um, about someone we all love and care about deeply and dearly. Um, so it's, you know, Scott, it's all been fun. Of course, we love you very, very much. Um, I love you and I look forward to seeing you soon and hanging out with you in Costa Rica, but I'm going to let everybody else sort of run around and, and give their birthday wish and, and parting comments to you. That means someone should jump so in. So I'll, I'll jump in real quick. There's one thing I want to go back to Scottism because I just thought of it and it's just, it's Jesus fucking Christ. Like every time he drops that or drops a JFC in like a text, I'm like, Again, you hear the voice and it's like, it's so Italian and so intense too when he does it. It's great. Uh, so, but uh, I think with, with Scott, his birthday wish, there's, there's probably two, two, three things I'd wish him. Um, you know, one, uh, I hope that he, he, he uh, listened to the conversations that him and I have had recently about cryptocurrency. Yes, Amy. And hopefully he used some of that grand on link and things are going well there. Scott, yes, we're going to the moon, baby. Um, one thing I hope for him, I think it's 44, right? I believe. I don't know if we're supposed to talk about that, but whatever. Um, so I know Scott, he had said, um, it's probably like a year ago or something when he talks about goals, he looks at like 83, 33 or whatever, you know, a million is on a monthly basis. So I wish for your birthday, Scott, it's, it's double. It's 166. Go with that brother. Keep keep supporting us. We love everything, man. You're a true inspiration, motivation, and uh, just wish you nothing but the best, brother. I'm going to jump in here with some sap because um, this is one of my favorite things to do with Scott is he gets highly uncomfortable when you fawn all over him. And I love doing this because A, it's how I really feel. And B, I can't wait to watch your face when you're watching this. Um, my first wish for you, there are a few. My first wish for you is, that you are healthy, that you don't have pain every day, that this year is going to be your best year yet. Um, and part of that is because I want you to be healthy for your family. I want you to be healthy for our community. I want you to be healthy for all the things that you want to do. And selfishly speaking, you're not allowed to leave me. How about that? So that's step one. Step two is the world is your oyster and you've only just begun. And for all of the good that you do, I want it to come back tenfold. The third thing is I am so here for, um, and Janet, I'm sorry, when I meet your husband in person for the first time, I will hug him and it might be a little bit inappropriate. It might last for a little bit longer than it needs to. It's completely platonic, but I'm here for that in the next year, your twirl around the sun. Uh, I can't wait to do more of this, of what we're doing together. You do make a difference. You inspire me and you inspire so many people around you. 
And I can't wait to see more of that in this next year. So my wish for you is health, it's success, it's wealth, it's happiness, and it's a hell of a lot more fun together and uh, more sloth emojis, more squirrel emojis, and you will know what that means. And I love you dearly, my brother. You are my chosen family. You are my partner in crime. You are my colleague. And I am a better person because I know you. And I'm going to get all verklempt, so I'm going to stop that because I love you. So there's that. Follow with that. Um, Wow. My parting message would be a huge thank you, first of all, before a birthday message, because he really pushed me in the last six months to start my writing agency and helped me take that off the ground. So I am always going to be super appreciative for that. But my message to him, Scott, would be, I hope you find serenity in your successes. And I hope that you can truly come to the conclusion that you've made up, made up for any lost time that you felt before. Um, and yeah, I'm going to get choked up. I said this to him one time when I sent a video. It's like, I'm going to get choked up. Um, but yeah, just be healthy, have fun, surf more, care less. That's my message. Thanks, Kelsey. God, I have not known you very long but you in a short time have become one of the people that I most respect in this world. And it has been fun to watch you and your family. It's been fun. I think your mom just came on TNS two weeks ago. That was fun. Um, It's been a a real treat. Uh, Just today you posted uh, on LinkedIn about uh, some of your backstory and your history on jobs and revenue and your goals and uh here's the thing uh first off i i hope that you blow it out of the park in this next year second make sure on a weekly basis that you take five to ten minutes for yourself because you're such a fucking machine all the time make sure that you enjoy it because we've talked and you've you shared your story on that inability to sit still and enjoy that stillness just for yourself just for a couple minutes because you've earned it um you've achieved some pretty amazing things in a short period of time and uh don't don't lose sight of that while you're working for your next set of goals and i'm here for it and if there's any way that i can help you know how to find me beautiful Happy birthday, big brother. So my wish for you goes pretty much in line with Kelsey and Robert that um, hopefully in this vaccinated, wonderful world, you'll get more ocean time because that is your stillness. And I hope that you get the chance to surf more and the opportunity to make that more of a priority and spend time for yourself in the water because you got this whole big family now that like, if you need anything, we're all here. So hopefully that can also afford you peace, knowing that you have all of us to support whatever you got going on in the meantime so that you can take a break. Excellent. Do we get everybody? Anybody else? Oh yeah. You go last because I'm like, I I feel like I'm going to get choked up too. But um, so I just, yeah, I haven't, Scott and I connected, I found our original, his original invite to me on LinkedIn, like 2016. And he literally said, I'm not trying to sell you anything. I'm just trying to, (laughs) I just want to broaden my network. And then after like, you know, a little bit of getting shown, I was like, went into that DM and I was like, look at you, look at this connector guy. So we were, and he's like, oh God. I mean, he's literally like, you're embarrassing me, which is my favorite thing to do, Scott. You know, it's my favorite thing to do. It just absolutely tell you that you are a lovely, beautiful man who comes off hard and polished in a lot of ways and then just messy and raw and willing to go there for people for the sake of helping others. Like you're willing to talk about your failures in a way that is empowering to others because we can relate. We can relate. And like I read recently, 
um, and kind of the law of attraction that like shame is the lowest common denominator. It's like the lowest vibration you can be is shame. And so when you shine the light on something like, look, this is, this is messy and this was shitty. And these are all the things that, and you can still come and rise from that and be amazing. Like it helps people see that how valuable they are because you're willing to just be you in all of your glory. And I am here to just celebrate you. I think you are an amazing human. I am grateful every day for, um, you know, I'm grateful for election night that we were on a weird texturing, just all sitting there together drinking on election night. I'm just grateful for these moments and I can't wait for um, all of the rest. And I just hope that it's a beautiful year for you. And I'm just glad I get to be a bystander. Uh, it seems that well, oh, sorry, go ahead. Mike. Yeah. So um, I guess what else is there really to say? I guess I hope that you have the comfort of being at the top of the mountain, which you are, and the drive to get what you want as if you were still at the bottom, because I know that's how you'll think about it. And along the ways and all those different pit stops, uh, look, I hope there's good tequila surf and if you want to start a distillery give me a call we'll take some scouting trips down to mexico and uh i'm with you brother happy birthday i'm surprised there's not a tns tequila yet so amy that's on you so make that happen so <laughs> but anybody else want to any any last parting words for mr lease on his birthday uh, video and message well, I'll say my birthday. Oh, who was? Um, so yeah, so my birthday wish for Scott, you know, first and foremost, health, of course, over everything. Second of all, paper next to that. Um, but more than anything, I think um my real wish for you this year and in the years to come is that you truly feel and see the love that this community that you have helped build has for you that you see that all of us support you, that you are a role model to so many of us, that these vulnerabilities that you share, this wisdom, all of it, it, you're imparting it on us and we are taking it forward. You're enabling those of us who look up to you to be able to use this for the rest of our career. And that means the world. So thank you and happy birthday. And I got a little choked up, which never happens. So. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Well, again, I just thank you to all of you for, for, for joining and sharing some stories and some thoughts and um, showing Scott how much we love him, but also for the people who are listening that hopefully some of this advice that he's given to all of us, you know, is a good reminder for you because that's, that's one of the many things we love about Scott is his wisdom and how he can articulate things in a, in a way that sometimes we, you know, for me, it's, you know, I can't see the forest for the trees kind of thing. And he just always has that ability that, that I lack. So Scott, happy birthday to you. Uh, we're not gonna sing a song for you, although we probably should have, uh, but we will certainly look forward to uh, hearing your feedback and watching you watch this video. So bye everybody, thanks for joining. Bye Richard. Thanks, Richard. Bye everybody. Birthday, Scott. Happy birthday, Scotty. Bye, happy birthday. Happy birthday, later.